Hello everybody, Dr. Jake Alec from Alec Pain and Performance. In today's episode, we're gonna be with Cam Galgano, owner of GPS Training, right off of uh, Wolf Road here in Orland Park, Illinois. And we're honored to talk to Cam today about the importance of speed training. Yep. So Cam, why don't you give us, give us the rundown of one, what your thought of speed training is and maybe how you implement it at your facility. Yeah, for sure. And I've really gone down the rabbit hole basically last few years, when it comes to speed training, because I've realized that no matter the sport, whether it be baseball, softball, whether it be you know football, basketball, boys, girls, whatever, speed I'd say is like the most valuable attribute or asset an athlete can have. You know, no one ever says you know speed never hurts. Right. Um, and basically, when it comes down to making that game-winning play or getting to you know point A, whoever can get there the fastest. Generally, that's going to determine you know the outcome or the success of that particular game. Wouldn't you agree now in football, specifically baseball too, that it's almost becoming a speed sport for sure? Especially too, I feel like the more I've taught to these football players, even you look at like people playing in the trenches too, you got to be able to move with the way these offenses are too. If you can't move, you're becoming a a liability in a sense. Great. Now, when it comes into specifically how you do it at the gym. Mm -hmm. Is speed training specific to sport, or is that something that can be, hey, no matter if you're in baseball, volleyball, soccer, yeah. you're just doing the speed workout for the day and it impacts everybody? We kind of go about it both ways. So for majority of our athletes, we take kind of a, a more generalized approach to where we work on straight ahead speed, yeah. so, you know, that ability just to basically run straight ahead from a, start, a static start position, accelerate in the top speed, which is something that all athletes need. And then we also have more of a change of direction or agility day. So basically moving straight ahead and then moving side to side. But we've also started more of a speed program tailored towards these sports that require tons of cutting, change of direction. So think football, basketball, soccer. Um, and that's something we've really kind of, again, gone down the rabbit hole of being able to stop Reaccelerate, being a little cut, get in and out of cut. Super important. Something that I found, I mean, one, it just makes you that much more lethal on the field. But two, especially from your point, you know, most injuries, they're occurring when you're trying to stop mm. and change direction. It's not when you're trying to sprint and go straight ahead. So I think it's really going to help prevent injuries too. And, and off to your point, that's called deacceleration mm-hmm. training, yep. right? And a lot of times when we have ankle sprains or somebody coming from a knee injury, it's not necessarily how well their joint can move, but it's how well can they deaccelerate themselves, which we see in this clinic as like eccentric training, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the lowering of yourself. But when you now do it out of speed training, you're essentially making that person more injury resilient for, for the sure. long run. And that's what's so nice about the... I guess the combination of the stuff that you would do in here as far as making your joints more resilient, that eccentric training, all I look at at, you know, on the field is, you know, if you're running in, then you go into a static stop, that's just a higher level eccentric right, right there. It's more, and that's where it's taking the generalized stuff that you do in here and what we do in the weight room mm-hmm. over to the field. Right. And that's where you're, it's that perfect blend between weight room and, you know, field work. Perfect. Now, what is, you do a bunch of continuing education stuff when it comes into learning from people that are more giants in the industry. For sure, yeah. What is that looking like from maybe new research or something mm-hmm. that they're showing in the speed realm? Like, is there different types of training styles that maybe wasn't done in the past that mm-hmm. we're now implementing now? 
or what are we just seeing in that? No, room? it's cool because there's new things that are being learned both from like strength development in the weight room and when it comes to actual speed work. So it's like weight room wise, a lot of people now are, once you develop that foundation of strength, you know, once you go from maybe, you know, I don't know, 100 pounds to 300 pounds on a squat, once you develop that strength, it's like, okay, now let's learn how to, to display strength quickly because in team sports, like time is of the essence. You don't have all day to make a play. So that's super cool as far as that kind of like, uh, they call, you know, rate of force development training or, you know, explosive power training in the weight room. Um, so people are starting to, you know, utilize tools to measure bar speed, for instance. Um, and then when it comes to speed training, um, tons of new kind of research come out about the benefits of loaded sprinting and almost treating like a, a sled sprint, for instance. You can have like a heavy day and a low day, and you're basically using that heavy loaded sprint as sprint-specific strength training. Your ability to produce what we call like horizontal force. So we've been doing a lot of that in conjunction with that deceleration training to improve our ability to stop and ultimately like reaccelerating what we you know in football if you're like a receiver it's that ability to like create separation yep. which is so crucial wow yeah that's it that's cool how you're thinking about now now when you said weight or strength as almost a foundation for speed wrap my head around explaining that to a parent or explaining that to somebody that's like you know my daughter just needs to get faster or yeah. my son just needs to get faster but they've never spent a day in the weight room. Mm -hmm. Why is weights important for them to essentially get faster? For sure, yeah. And I always use you know a super simple equation when it comes to getting faster. So it's like if you look at a pyramid or whatever, like that foundation, that base is strength because speed is basically it's like I say like big force or it's like strength, mm -hmm. and then the ability to display strength quickly. So you know velocity, time, whatever, and then that icing on the cake is you know displaying that in the right direction. So that's like mechanics. So it doesn't matter how good your mechanics are. It doesn't matter if you can display whatever strength you have quickly if you have no strength. Right. That's the big thing. So it's the ability to put what we used to say, force in the ground. So getting stronger in your foundational weightlifting movements, squats, lunge variations, that's huge. Now you don't need to be Ronnie Coleman. You don't need to be a power, power lifter. It's like there's no squat racks on the field, but there, like you said, there's like a prerequisite level of strength that you kind of need, right. you know, like you said, even if you're a 13 year old female soccer player, it's like getting stronger, it'll get you faster, it'll keep you safe and yep. you won't get hurt or the chance of you getting hurt will go down drastically. So awesome. yeah, that's why strength is just, it's so important. Once you have it, obviously then we can prioritize other things, but yep. we still want to focus on maintaining or, you know, keep getting stronger, but the priority shifts. Yeah, now when put all together, okay, we utilize, um, you, you have a facility right now where it's more group-based training. Uh -huh. So when you have all these different athletes come in, what does a normal speed workout look like or what is a normal workout that yeah. may help someone get faster look like at your facility? Yeah, so we basically have two main programs or session types. We have our, we call our total performance. So that's 75, 90 minute training sessions where you're working on speed work, you know, explosive power development and strength training. You know, you get warmed up, we go through either straight ahead speed or change direction, some plyometric stuff, your typical speed and agility work. And that is done in that group, that true group fitness training model. You know, everybody's doing the same stuff during that particular portion of the session. Then for the strength training, we really tried to blend, 
you know, the benefits of group training, which is, you know, high energy, competitive atmosphere, the whole nine yards with the same individualization you would get from one-on-one small group. Um, so when we go to the weight room, everybody has their own like strength training program cool. to fit their, you know, specific needs. That way you could have a 16 year old, you know, baseball player working out with a 13 year old football player, you know, difference, you know, skill levels, uh, train experience, and obviously different needs. Right. So it's been nice to kind of blend the two together. And then the second train session type we have is just a pure speed session. Main difference is instead of that weight room element, we just focus more on mechanics. So this is perfect for those athletes, like a football player, for mm-hmm. instance. If you're working out three to four times at school, it's where you're really hammering the weights. And generally these kids are going to another gym and doing, you know, biceps, triceps, their work, yeah. they're, they love the lift. Right. The things that they really need to kind of put them over the edge is more of the mechanical work, maybe more of that loaded sprint train, that deceleration, cutting. So we've been, you know, steadily picking up on a lot of football players, basketball players, these athletes who need that extra speed train. That's what that session is, you know, completely dedicated towards. Perfect. So in the grand scheme of things, what I've can summarize from this is one, there's different types of speed training training, whether you're training the stopping part of it yeah. or the going part mm-hmm. of it. It's important to use weight in speed training yeah. as well, because it's not just about doing it with just body weight sure. or when you're super light. And strength is the foundation yeah. to making sure you can get fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and when you go to somewhere where we're working with your school mm-hmm. or going to a facility that entrains both strength training and speed specific things, that's the best combo. Exactly, of, of exactly. And most people, I feel like they overcomplicate it. Um, you know, there's a reason why the basics, they've been around forever. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you're strong and then you, you know, combine that with some high quality sprint work, you change direction, you jump, you throw things as hard as you can, chance are you'll have a good training program. Beautiful. All right. You heard it here. Um, Cam Logano, GPS training, um, all things speed training.